Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you again on a Tuesday afternoon for another Mike Tomlin press conference. That's right, it is Tomlin Tuesday. Even though the Steelers have an extra day this week, we still got our press conference on Tuesday for Mike Tomlin. Now, when it comes to everything else with the Steelers, it's all pushed back a day. For example, the the yes, they can have a bonus practice in there, but you won't get any injury report from a practice for the Steelers until Thursday. Those injury reports will come out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So then when you're looking at things where you're looking at the um, typical, you know, Saturday 4 p.m. moves before Sunday games, the Steelers actually have Monday till 4 p.m. So they could have any of their moves of elevating a player from the practice squad or making any, you know, bringing someone back off IR like a DeMarvin Leal. I, I don't know how that's going to come this week, but they wouldn't have to make those moves until Monday afternoon. So th- just wanted to let you know that although those things are pushed off, we are still here with a Tuesday press conference from Mike Tomlin. So let's get to it. Mike Tomlin comes in and starts with his typical two words to start. Good afternoon. And then he starts off talking about the Steelers' last performance. Uh, he mentioned that the field positioning, what he thought was a big component. He looked at the first half that the Steelers were in bad field positioning and it and it, it uh, really played out that way early. I'm I'm a little bit frustrated because you know the Steelers started their first drive at their own five yard line. Um, Steven Sims muffed the punt, ran back into the end zone to grab it, and then ran out to the five. This happened against the Steelers earlier this season. He's got to be aware that he goes back in that end zone after because he didn't maintain possession of the field of play. He goes down in the end zone. That's a touchback. Uh, that kind of cost the Steelers. 15 yards of field position, put him in a bad place. Coach Tomlin didn't mention this, but it is something worth noting. But if you remember that, the Steelers started with pretty bad field position uh, to start out the game. So that was something that Coach Tomlin brought up. But then in the second half, what he brought up is the Steelers not taking advantage of their field position. He specifically mentioned about settling for a field goal when T.J. Watt came away with the interception and started the Steelers at the Bengals' 21-yard line. He started him a one yard out of the red zone. They entered, they did get into the red zone, but they didn't get a first down and had to settle for a field goal. Talked about how that's huge. You can't, 
you know, the defense hands you three points. The offense has to has to do their part to turn that into seven. So that was big. Also talked about not getting any points when they started in plus territory. I thought that was huge as well. Mike Tomlin pretty much called that 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 sequence there because he then mentioned how you know they got the holding penalty. He didn't mention that the Steelers got a first down on their first play and moved even further into Bengals territory. Then they got the holding. Then they had the illegal man downfield because um, they, they missed a handoff on a draw. All that pushed them back, and they ended up punting. Yes, they pinned the Bengals deep, but the Bengals then turned around and went 93 yards for a touchdown. Mike Tomlin called that the tipping point. That sequence on offense for the Steelers versus then the sequence on offense for the Bengals, that was the tipping point of the game. It was a four-point game at that at that point. I agree with him. That's why those were two specific spots brought up in our game-changing uh, moment on on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, that that was really the moment that that set everything um, in motion. Uh, talked about um, the inability to make the of making the Bengals settle for field goals, that they needed to make them settle for field goals when they got down the field. Um, even mentioned how the, you know the Steelers' defense is 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 pretty good up there. He's like he doesn't usually look at those numbers, but he knows that they're up there in in red zone defense. But in this case. They were able to score four touchdowns, um, you know, and just taking away, taking away four points on one or two of those plays. I mean, that that would be huge, but um, so that was something that he outlined. Um, wanted to talk about how the kick return was a positive thing. Wanted to mention some of the positives. He thought the Steelers did a nice job with their kick return, um, but also said that you're going to get more chances for that as the year goes on. You know, maybe fatigue with the kickers, but the bigger thing that he mentioned was the weather. That when you're dealing, especially when you're outside, now the Steelers have some dome games coming up, but when you're outside, that you're going to get a lot more opportunities for kickoffs. He specifically highlighted how he didn't think they had any opportunities for a kick return other than a swib kick at the end of the first half. That um, in the first matchup against the Bengals, where in this one, there was kickoff opportunities the whole time. It was very rare for there to be a touchback. So um, just mention about how um, they need to you know, continue that the kickoff is going to be something that's going to be more significant. So they need to continue uh, to improve in that aspect. And he mentioned how he thought Steven Sims was doing a nice job. Also mentioned, and he used the name, so that settles that. If you listen to our other podcast, he used the name Big Press. He says wants to acknowledge that he um, of how he's been helping them flip the field. There's there's more about the punting that he'll talk about in the question and answer period. I know that's going to drive some people crazy. There are some people that are on the on the comments at behindthesteelcurtain.com. If you want to stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, that are adamant that the biggest thing, the biggest problem with the Steelers right now is their punter. I'm like. If you look at what's going on with the Steelers, and if you think the punter is the biggest problem, yeah, they can really help change the game. Coach Tomlin has been very happy with Presley Harvin's punting. Now, I will also note this. Presley Harvin punts much better at home than he does on the road, if you look at the stats. And the last two games for the Steelers were both at home. They're only two back-to-back games they have all season at home. So that could also be a part of it. But that was something that Coach Tomlin specifically brought up, and it will be brought up later again. Uh, He went over the injuries, and it was the three players that left the game is who he talked about. You've got Miles Boykin. He says he's got an oblique. He says we'll see how he comes along. But he also mentioned – 
he mentioned it here with he mentioned Boykin, but this was for all the players, is that you get an extra day and basically an extra day and a half by playing on Monday night. That 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 gives players extra time to make it back. So we'll see if that's helpful. Um, then you turn it around and you're cut down a day um, when you're heading into the next week. He didn't mention that, but that's something that I'm sure we'll hear about next Tuesday uh, when Coach Tomlin speaks again, and it'll be the day after a game. Uh, <laughs> so the other player that a lot of people were wondering about is Jalen Warren. And, he, and what's great is that he said it's not a significant hamstring injury. Now, the reason I think he mentions that is someone he didn't mention is Akella Witherspoon that's been that's now missed six, basically six and a half, almost seven games because there's two half games in there he didn't play, although the one I would argue that it was due to his play, not necessarily to his injury, which could have been related to his injury, that uh, that, that Witherspoon has missed. You know, he, he went out, missed basically half a game, missed four games, came back for half a game, didn't play in the second half, and has missed two games since. That's a significant hamstring injury. Still surprised he's not on IR. Um, but Coach Tom didn't even mention Witherspoon, but he did say about Warren that it's not a significant injury, which I think alluded to that, but he said it could still be enough to keep him out. Now, you can take that how you want if you think that means practice. Coach Tomlin, that might even mean the game on Monday. But what's good is it doesn't seem like this will be a long-term injury that's going to go on week after week after week. Um, there's a chance that he can play this week, but it also might be that he doesn't. Uh, then he said Mason Cole. He looks for him to be limited early in the week, but he very well, very well may be able to come around to play this week. So that's encouraging. Um, and we've seen Mason Cole do that several times this year where he was listed as having something, and usually it's a foot or an ankle or something of that nature that um, that he's dealing with, and then he misses a day or uh, or two of practice and then turns around and is able to play. So we'll see how that one goes. Then Coach Tomlin started talking about the Indianapolis Colts. Of course, he he mentioned Jonathan Taylor right off the bat because on since he's come back, granted that coincided with their coaching change, the Colts have looked like a different team. They really are a different team with him. He is he is that high quality of a running back. Um, and mentioned that the Steelers haven't seen him yet, that the Steelers have not, you know, they haven't gone up against him. So that's something that, that's going to be different. Um, coach Tomlin, he said later on, you know, with, with the new coach, Coach Saturday, he knows Coach Saturday. Being a lineman, he's going to uh, – to, to probably lean on that run game more, especially when you have someone like Jonathan Taylor. He also mentioned Matt Ryan. He's a been there, done that guy. Um, and that's probably part of the reason that they went back to him, he said. When he talked about the defense, he started off talking about um, uh, Gus Bradley, who will do everything to keep the score down. And if you look at it, the Colts have kept the score down in a lot of their games. So um, and, and it's just it's just what they do. Uh, went on, you know, said they had a quality guys up front, and he talked about how they have a shutdown corner in Gilmore that will play on either side of the field. So, in other words, chances are he's going to be following someone on the Steelers. Um, and Coach Tomlin, he he said, let's see, how did how did he say this? He said that when it when it comes to uh, the Colts, man, I'm trying to figure out exactly how I said it because I don't want to mess it up. Um, that that they've they've really come through in some big games. Okay, that's how he said it. You know, they lost this past week by a point to a quality opponent in the Eagles. They have beaten Kansas City this year. Now, Grant, that was under another set of coaches. So even though they have um, their record is what it is, they've had some quality games in there along the way. 
So there, that's how we said it. Whew, finally, glad I got that out. And to finish it off, Coach Tomlin said he's excited about Monday night ball. Excited for a chance to play on Monday night. So with that, we're going to take a quick break, come back, uh, check out the question and answer portion of the of the press conference, which is always a lot of fun and kind of like the bread and butter of the whole thing. So uh, stick around. We'll be right back. And we are back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Thanks for hanging with me. Let's get into some of these questions of Coach Tomlin that he had here on Tuesday. He was asked about it, you know, kind of being two different halves and the fact that the that the Bengals talked mentioned that things were predictable. Now, Coach Tomlin kind of ignored the two halves portion of the question. I'm surprised somebody didn't circle back to it. But uh, he talked about their 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 predictability, and he says that's what a team says when they make stops. He's like, so it comes down to execution. When you make stops, you say you know what the team's going to be running. You know what? He said there was times that we knew what, what the Bengals were running. That's just what happens when you're familiar with teams and you reach this point in the season. You kind of have an idea of what's going to happen, and when you make that play and you make that stop, you can attribute it to that. That's the way Coach Tomlin described it. Um, Coach Tomlin talked about uh, Kenny Pickett, um, you know, the, the, um, what he feels about him being able to now step up into the pocket and still deliver passes or, you know, then take off. And he said that uh, it, it's significant. It's significant that that's something that, that he's, he's really been able to do here since the bye. Um, was asked about Deontay Johnson and his number of targets. Um, and, you know, being maybe unhappy, disgruntled about his usage in the offense. This is what Coach Tomlin said, and I think this is really important to remember, and Deontay Johnson needs to know this. People will have an agenda to minimize your best receiver. Deontay Johnson's been to the Pro Bowl. They're going to have an agenda to minimize him. Therefore, others have to step up. Others like he says, George Pickens and Pat Fremuth have to step up with these things. So when they do, then hopefully that can then open things back up a little bit more for Deontay Johnson. So that was Coach Tomlin's answer. Is like, hey, if they're if they're putting all their assets on you, that's then we have to take advantage otherwise. It's just the way it works. He said Deontay Johnson was the beneficiary of that in years past. So he has to remember that. He would get a bunch of targets. What? Teams would focus on Juju Smith-Schuster. Deontay Johnson wouldn't have as much of the focus. You know, Coach Tomlin didn't specifically mention Juju, but that's the kind of things that he was mentioned. That that it's it, sometimes you're the guy who no one knows, you know, what you can do, and you can benefit from them focusing on someone else. Now, if you're the guy they're focused on, someone else has to be what you once were. Um, was asked about um uh, George Pickens and what he's done so far this year. And he says he, he expects him to continue to grow. So, you know, doing nice things, continue to grow. Um, was asked about, um, about their execution and wanting to have better execution, even at this point of the season. And coach Tomlin says, we are always trying to fit eight pounds in a five pound bag. That's one of those things that he said. I've heard that one for years, way before I heard it from Mike Tomlin, but he says it's, it's never ending to wanting to be to have a desire to execute better. It could be week 17 and week 18 and you want the execution to be better. He was also asked if he was satisfied with where they were at this point. And he says it's not like he feels that they're behind. You just always want to execute better. 
So was asked about um, Jalen Warren and the significance of him going out and Najee Harris having to, you know, take take more carries. Uh, Coach Tomlin, he even mentioned, you know, Benny Snell stepped in. Benny Snell played three snaps. That's really all we did. But Benny, somebody had to help get Najee Harris off the field, so he wasn't out there for every snap. And uh, Benny Snell actually did a nice job in pass protection when in those three snaps he was out there, um, I, I will have to say. So that's my opinion about that. Um, but with Coach Tomlin, with Jalen Warren, he says we have to focus on, on who was available. Um, that's just kind of what they have to do. Then Coach Tom was kind of asked a little side thing, and this was kind of really nice to hear him talk about this for a while. He was asked about the significance of Thanksgiving football. You know, growing up, having football being a part of Thanksgiving tradition, and Coach Tom's like, hey, with turkey bowls and stuff back in the day, it wasn't even about watching football. It was about playing football. And he went on to say um, that that it's part of the love affair with this with this country and this game just kind of goes to show with Thanksgiving and 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 looking at football, whether, like you said, whether watching, playing, or having that as part of the tradition, that's kind of what it is. Uh, then he was asked about T.J. Watt, um, and, uh, you know, after two games, what he thinks. He says, you know, he's playing at a high level. T.J. coming back and playing at that high level helped Alex Highsmith get Defensive Player of the Week, is what he said. You know, T.J. comes back, takes some of that focus, that allows other people to do other things. Um and then he was asked, part of the question was asked about, you know, the double teams, the chippings, the holding that he's getting done. Um, and Coach Tomlin talked about, you know, compiling a tape. I don't know if he said it was offseason. I didn't write it down. I can't remember. Of, you know, some of the top-notch pass rushers to just look at and see what they do. And he says, you know what they all deal with? They all deal with having to overcome double teams and chipping and being held. That's what makes you an elite pass rusher. That's what it does. You have to overcome those things if you want to be an elite guy because they all the, the elite guys deal with it. So uh, I thought that was significant because the, the Coach Tomlin outlined that. Sorry if I'm making noise. I got to flip my page because that's how much we talk about. All right. Um, coach Tomlin was asked about playing a new coach in Jeff Saturday. He says that he knows Jeff Saturday, knows him as from, be, from being a player. Um, and and he says that when it comes to, to going up against a new coach, it's kind of just some common sense analysis. He was an offensive lineman. They have a really good running back. They're going to try to run the ball. That's common sense. He also talked about that was more that, that you know, you can take what they've done in the last two weeks and you can build on that. Said it had to be very significant for the for the Raiders when they played him two weeks ago and it was his first game as a coach. You didn't really have anything to build on or what to expect. I mean, my goodness, they didn't even they didn't even know what the, the that was going to be that Matt Ryan was playing quarterback until just before the game, if I recall correctly. So, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know about that too much because I was at the Steelers at the stadium when, when that was going on. I just thought that was interesting. Um, and then was asking about um, uh, uh, about Kenny Pickett getting better each week. Um, says how Kenny wants to be better and he wants to get there faster. He's like, all these guys want to get there faster. He's happy with his progress, but of course, everyone wishes it was even faster. But he says, you have to work while you wait. You know, you work while, you know, you're wanting all these things to come together all at once. You've got to work as you wait for them to all come together. Um, then he was asked again, I, I, I said this in the first half, he was asked again about the punting. What things about the punting does Coach Tom look for? He says, obviously, you know, net punting. You're looking at, at punts inside the 20, that ratio of inside the 20 versus touchbacks. 
And then he also said about ball placement, you know, kicking into the middle of the field is not desirable. You want to kick towards the sidelines, but not just boom it out of bounds. And that's something over the last couple of weeks of Presley Harvard has done nice. He's kicked. He's had good directional kicks without necessarily getting them out of bounds. Um, and that was the things that, that, uh, that, that coach Tomlin highlighted. Um, then he was asked about, you know, how has Kenny Pickett been dealing with the losses? You know, he's like, he's a competitor. When he's out there on the field, he's a competitor. He wants to win. But he's also a, a professional when it comes to what you have to do off the field and your preparation and those things going forward. Um, here was one I thought was interesting. Next, the last two questions before one little, little last thing. And that was, he was asked his opinion on Jeff Saturday being qualified to be the Colts coach since there was a lot of people, you know, such as Bill Cower, Rex Ryan, um, uh, Joe Thomas, that, that are all commentators that, you know, they're analysts, they're part of the media that they're giving their opinion about Jeff Saturday, coach Tomlin being a coach and not one of those guys did it perfectly because those guys are supposed to give their opinions about that. You know what coach Tomlin says? My opinion doesn't matter. I am the coach of this team. I am part of this situation. What they do, they have reasonings of things going on inside their building and other stuff happening that I am not privy to. They are making the best decisions for their organization, and it is my job to do the best best job I can do for this organization. Bravo, Coach Tomlin. I'm glad they asked you the question I, because you're playing that team this week. I can't, you know – I kind of understand that that it's a question that's that has to be asked. Sometimes I get annoyed that they ask questions that you know he's not going to answer, but I understand why they felt like they had to ask the question, and I understand why Coach Tomlin answered what he did. Very good. And and the last question was Coach Tomlin was asked is does he think the guys have bought in to what they're doing this season? And his answer was, I do. Then that is how he finished the press conference. So as I said at the beginning, a little bit of different schedule when it comes to the Steelers this week. So if you're looking at the website, you're going to get things that are a little bit different. If you're looking for an injury report on Wednesday, you're not going to have it. Your first injury report is going to come on Thanksgiving because they're playing Monday night. So for injury reports Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you won't get any final roster moves until Monday until game day. So that's also going to compress some things into the next week when it comes to podcasts and articles. I can tell you right now with the podcasts, we're not going to have the Steelers preview on Thursday night. It's a holiday, not just, you know, Jeff's out of town. I'm going to be traveling during the day. It's not just about us. It's also about you all. Uh, I know some of you are like, man, I'd love to have that on Friday morning, but you know, you know what, especially for those tuning in live, spend some time, with your, with your family and everything you do for Thanksgiving. For those of you that are like, man, I wish I had something else. Um, Brian is going to do a Q&A at some point later in the afternoon or evening on Thanksgiving, whenever it fits best for him. So for those of you still looking for a show, there will be a show. But the problem is it's really tough to preview the Steelers after one injury report and so much of other things that could be happening. So that Steelers preview is, looks like it's going to end up coming on Sunday in place of where we would normally have a post-game show. So that's where you can look for that. Otherwise, everything else should be the same on the podcast side. Make sure you're, you're checking out everything. Had um, Already today, had the cutting room floor and the Steelers fix. Uh, tonight, we'll have a Scobro show with myself and my brother. It'll it'll be out on the audio side late tonight, or you can catch us live um, just after 9 p.m. Pittsburgh time. 
Tomorrow you'll get another Let's Ride. We'll roll through. You'll still get a Stat Geek on Thursday morning, things of that nature. The only thing that's really changing is what live show is coming out on Thursday evening. Uh, then we'll have a bit of a compressed schedule next week, but we'll worry about that when we get closer there. This was Mike Tomlin's press conference. Steelers have an opportunity to get back on track on the road. Let's see what they can do uh, against uh, an opponent that I, I think, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals, they went to the Super Bowl last year. So would it be it would have been great for the Steelers to sweep them coming off of their Super Bowl appearance? Absolutely. They didn't get it done. It's not like the Steelers lost to an inferior opponent. I don't know if the Steelers are really playing any inferior opponents this year. There, you know, maybe, maybe one coming up, depending on, but a lot can change before those happen. The Steelers are going to be playing a lot of teams that that would many would gauge being on their level. So this is a good one. Uh, one of those matchups on the road. Prime time. We'll see how the Steelers can do. But as we always say, to finish these out, go Steelers. Steelers.